By Sharon Tree Services. We offer commercial and residential tree services, including tree removal, pruning, stump grinding, land clearing, and storm debris removal. While focusing on efficiency and timeliness, we strive for customer satisfaction. Call the experts. Call Sharon Tree Services, 883-8823. That's 508-883-8823. Happy New Month, everyone. We begin the meteorological first day of spring with a cloudy sky and occasional light rain, mainly in the morning. Today's high temp will hit 50 degrees with light wind wind at 15 to 25 miles an hour, higher gusts possible. As we approach Monday's 8 p.m. hour, the temp will drop drastically to an overnight low of 15, with wind activity picking up to 25 to 30 miles an hour. Tuesday looks sunny, bright, and sustained winds at 20 to 30 miles an hour, with occasional gusts at 40 miles an hour. High temp hits 32 degrees. Tuesday night will bring a clear sky and a low of just 25, wind from the southwest averaging 12 miles an hour. Wednesday is my pick of the week, with a clear and sunny sky and a high High of 50 degrees with WNRI weather. I'm Johnny Reynolds, and you're not. The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. The pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon on this uh, Monday. We have made it to March. Folks, today is Monday, March 1st. Good afternoon at 12.06. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. Folks, this portion of the program, I also want to say good afternoon to everybody tuning in. We have our live stream going up on Facebook Live again. A little bit longer with the temporary page. A little bit longer with the temporary page. We're very close I know that at some point, very, very soon, we're going to be back to our normal place. But in the meantime, it's J J D R I Radio FB Live. You can find the the uh, the stream, and it is a live stream. This portion of the program, folks, is brought to you. Now, it's this time of year, Bethel Certified Soft Wash. You can call or text Jared at Bethel Certified Soft Wash today at 401 401- 617-2585. Look for them on Facebook. It is, in fact, Bethel Certified Softwash. Get a hold of them today or maybe over the next couple of weeks. And now think over the course of the winter, you have different forms of mold and bacteria. Uh, with Bethel Certified Softwash, residential, commercial, biodegradable, plant safe, and let's remove all that dreaded mildew, the green stuff that is built up over the course of the winter. So now soft washing with Bethel certified soft wash. Low pressure system doesn't harm the different properties. Remember, it will remove whether it be uh, any form of some of the, the green moss and algae and bacteria and dirt and the before and afters that we've uh, experienced in the past. And I post some of the photos. Again, look for them on Facebook, Bethel Certified Softwash. Jared is terrific. Again, folks, now it's been a rough winter. Boy, the weather this week, we've had a lot of rain, a lot of the snow is gone, and we are now just three weeks away from spring. Bethel Certified Softwash. Call or text. The best thing to do is to text Jared for a free quote. So you take a photo of whether it's your home or your building or maybe a fence or your deck or patio at 617-2585, 401-617-2585. Just take a picture of it. He'll give you a free quote. 
Bethel Certified Soft Wash. You're going to hear a lot about that over the next couple of weeks. Jared is just terrific. Folks, we are now just three weeks away. Spring is in three weeks, and uh, and it can't come anytime soon. Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Monday. And again, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, number one, we have made it out of the two most difficult months of the year around here, which is January and February. That's number one. Number two, it is March 1st. Spring is now less than three weeks away, and this is the anniversary. It was March 1st a year ago when Governor Mundo, Dr. Scott, they had that first uh, press briefing, COVID briefing to flatten the curve. We started to learn a lot about it. We have learned a lot about it. Um, I saw there was a, a piece in this morning's Boston Globe where they're going after Governor Baker. And at this point, and the title of the piece is they're basically going after Governor Baker saying, you know, enough of this. And uh, Charlie, and they're saying to him, you know, um, the, the title of it is a Charlie making a big mistake. Experts criticize states Monday's reopening. I don't know about you, but folks, I think I think I can speak for most of us. I, I've just about had it with a lot of the um, listen, it, it, it obviously comes in handy and we don't want to ignore uh, everything. But at, at this point, you know, now they're reaching out. Dr. Robert Hornsberg, Charlie, you're making a big mistake. I, I think, you know, we get it. And I can say that Governor Baker eases more restrictions on restaurants and other businesses, public health experts. It could backfire with the new variant. Listen, we get the whole deal. OK, masks, hand washing, social distancing, get the vaccine. We, we have everything in motion. Life has to return to normal. If you listen to a lot of these people, I, I hope, first of all, I don't think Governor Baker can open things up fast enough. The vaccine is working. And in Rhode Island, incoming, incoming Governor Dan McKee, who, folks, we are in the, what we believe to be the final hours of Governor Raimondo. At some point, unless there's some kind of a change, she is going to get a full Senate vote. Again, we have no reason to believe it's going to fail. It should sail through. She doesn't need 100 votes. She gets 51 votes. She is not considered a controversial nominee. Um, the, the person that ran the committee where her nomination made it out of committee is, is a Republican. We have no reason to believe Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo unless... Senator Cruz or someone else does some kind of a maneuver, but we believe tomorrow she will pass. We will win. Wait to see. I, I think she's sworn in as uh, Secretary of Commerce, which is in line to the presidency, right? In case something happens, whatever they have the State of the Union, one person has to stay behind just in case there was some kind of an attack. And then that person would, in fact, become the president. And then most importantly, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee will become the governor of Rhode Island. So that's major. Um, he will be the governor and his first test will be a, a year from September, which will be the Democrat primary for governor when then he'll be up for um, his first real election. But I think if governor, incoming Governor McKee really wanted to make a name for himself, I think what he should do is be one step ahead of the other New England states, meaning I think he should try to aggressively open up the state to always be one step ahead of the rest. 
You know, the more that if if Massachusetts restaurants are at 25%, make Rhode Island 50%. Open up, and especially for young people, there's no reason why nightclubs can't be open. <coughs> Folks, as many of you know, and I've said this, and I don't think they highlight this enough, um, no one has died that has received the vaccine. No one has died from COVID that has received the vaccine. If you're listening right now at 1213 on this Monday, if you don't want to get the vaccine and you think COVID is not real, then everyone makes their own choices. You know, it, it is real. There's been enough talk. If we can't convince those people, we can't convince those people. So be it. The vaccine is available for those that want it. You don't want to swim to shore, don't swim to shore. You know, I got an email the other day from someone who who's upset because he's being denied treatment at the VA because he won't even take the COVID test. He refuses to be tested for COVID. Have you ever heard of anything? And he, and he thinks he's coming to me for sympathy. I'm being prosecuted. Listen, at this point, this isn't like they're trying to force him to take the vaccine. They're saying if you want to come here to be uh, receive treatment, you have to take the COVID. You have to be tested for COVID. Do people really think this right now at this time, March 1st, 2021? What do you think? We're going to go to the honor system? What do you think? You just ask people coming in like that, that, that's lunacy it, at this point. If you won't even be tested for COVID, I, I just have no sympathy We can't go through this again. We're finding out the lockdown was worse. It should never have gone to this full lockdown. The good news is children are not, you know, have not been uh, dying in huge amounts at all, if anything. Children seemingly are immune from it. And notice right away, as soon as the vaccine started going out to older people, the deaths started to drop. Because it's what it's always been. COVID really affected people older, really older than 75. And if you want to break into it, people in their 80 plus is where it really um, was very, very, I mean, just destruction and detrimental. And as soon as that age demographic started, really 80 plus started getting the vaccine, then a lot of those people, suddenly the deaths are stopping. Now, it doesn't mean people aren't dying. They're just not dying of COVID. But I think we just have to make a decision if, if you, you go back to a year ago, if that man from St. Raphael's who was patient one, patient zero, patient one, patient zero, whatever, the first person Rhode Island that ended up in the hospital that had COVID, he had underlying health conditions. <clears throat> Fast forward today, if that man from St. Raphael's Academy, if he had had the vaccine, he wouldn't have been on a ventilator in the hospital. He probably wouldn't have been in the hospital. So we've learned a lot. It's been a brutal year, but at this point, you know, you're making a big mistake and all the, like enough of this. People are going to make their own decisions. You still have to be careful. You still have to wash your hands. Um, you still have to be careful as far as distancing. But the vaccine, you know, that folks, now we're looking at herd immunity. Herd immunity is the game changer, but there's no reason why. Younger people should not be able to resume life. And I noticed that the um, in Pawtucket, the fact that uh, kids are going back to school, they should be in school and they should be in school. It's safe. This business of teachers making out the wills, all of that stuff was false. It all came down basically to teachers unions as a ploy to get more money. 
That's what it came down to. <coughs> Folks, excuse me. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show. So my message, whether it's Governor Baker or soonly, soon to be incoming Governor Dan McKee. Number one, I think he has to push Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott to the side. Because I, I, I just... <sighs> I, I think it's time for change. He has the right to pick his own staff. It's nothing against this person individually. I, I think we can hear less from the medical community. You know, we need kind of one voice. Um, we, we don't need the rah-rah speech. We don't need these people telling us what an unbelievable, tremendous job they've all been doing. We, we need facts. We need truth. We need to know what's really going on. And... The fact, the fact of the matter is, there's just, there's no reason for this lockdown to continue. Look at what's going on right now in Florida. Florida's been open. There was no outbreak after the Super Bowl. Um, there's been no outbreak at all. People in Florida, those that have a compromised immune system, still have to be careful going out. And I think that is uh, the area that the state wants to move into. So incoming Governor McKee. We have um, no reason to believe he should move, I think, to be as aggressive as possible. You know, this is a chance Rhode Island. I'm not saying that the rest of them aren't going to catch up, but I'm seeing in Bristol, they're saying, no, we're going to have the parade. They should have the parade. You know, in Newport, then they should have the Newport Fest, uh, Folk Fest and the Jazz Fest. All right, go to 50%. Go to 60%. Go to 70%. All right, I get you don't want full capacity. But actually, I think they could go to full capacity. You know, those that want to go, go. Maybe people have the vaccine. Why should people not be going? I think all those events should change. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J. Cal Engineering. Remember, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, call J. Cal Engineering, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600, J. Cal Engineering. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, call J. Cal Engineering today. Sister replacement, oil to gas for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Folks, we have a long, still long way to go. March could be a tricky month, but call J. Cal Engineering today, 401 401- 351-7600. Now, I want to touch on, start off, yesterday was a big day. And yesterday was the first time now we have seen <clears throat> President Trump in a full address in CPAC. It was great to see him. It, um, it went on a little long. It went on, it was a long speech. It was. Uh, but I want to play, and this is, you know, this is a difference that they should highlight. This was President Trump talking about, and this is the truth, that Joe Biden really has sold out Americans' children's, America's children, I should say, to the teachers' unions. Let me play. This is a President Trump yesterday at CPAC. Of young Americans should not be back in school immediately. because Joe Biden sold out America's children to the teachers' unions. That's exactly right. His position is morally inexcusable, you know that. Joe Biden has shamefully betrayed America's youth, and he is cruelly keeping our children locked in their homes. No reason for it whatsoever. They want to get out. 
They're cheating the next generations of Americans out of the future that they deserve, and they do deserve this future. They're going to grow up, and they're going to have a scar. You know, he is exactly right. That was President Trump yesterday. It was exciting to see him. We don't know what the future holds. We, we don't, as far as people are already asking me, do you think, you know, do you think President Trump will, I, I don't know. I mean, I'll tell you when we will know. We'll know really in two years. And a lot can happen in two years. It's going to depend on the first indication of with President Trump. <clears throat> um, the first indication will be what happens a year from this November, the midterms of 2022. I, I, it's almost, it, listen, it's a long way to go. If President Trump can help the House and Senate regain power, if he can get people elected, if they can retake the House, and Kevin McCarthy becomes a speaker instead of Nancy Pelosi, and Mitch McConnell once again runs the Senate, if they can do that, then two years from now, and that's a long way to go, uh, he would actually, he'd be in very good shape if that can happen. So nothing is going to be decided this year. <clears throat> and I don't think anything's going to be decided next year. So people that are wondering, um, I think by March of 23, but again, that's two years away. Two years away. The president will be 77 years old. Let's see if he's in good health. Let's see if he still wants to do it. One thing is to keep he I think he recognizes the importance of keeping the party strong, getting people elected. And 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 also, you know, Don Jr. had a great interview last week and he made some quotes that I think are really important that, first of all, the people that think like, oh, thank God Trump is gone. He's out of the party. They're completely wrong wrong on that. But Don Jr., he said something, and I'll play some of the sound from CPAC that was terrific over the weekend. But Don Jr. was on, I think it was on with Hannity, and he said, I'll tell you all, it's that Senator Josh Hawley, that guy's really impressive. He was very, very impressive. But I want you to, this is, to me, the difference with uh, Don Jr., Donald Trump Jr., who, as you know, folks, we've had him on the show several times. Only Rhode Island interview that he's done has been on with me. But this, listen to what he says about the Republican Party. And I think you can really make this about the Rhode Island Republican Party. Party. Leads to every promise they make is broken. And it's just a matter of how much freedom we lose in the meantime. They seem to be going for all of it in record time. Without question, Sean, and that's because there's no natural pushback. The Republicans aren't willing to do it. They've shown that over the decades. They just rather lose gracefully, I guess. That's not really a plan that I would go with, but it's what they've done. Donald Trump has shown that you don't have to do that. You can actually push back. We don't have an easy fight. We don't have a level playing field. You have multi. You know, I love that. And uh, we, we share a mutual friend, myself and Donald Trump Jr., and I connected with that person and told them, I, I love that quote. And I want to play it again. And again, folks, good afternoon on this Monday. Wherever you're listening, if you can hear my voice on uh, 99.9 FM or AM 1380. Again, we do have the live stream going on our temporary Facebook page for now. But that is so important because that is, see, that's the, that, that's the John McCain Republican Party. That is the, and I hate to say it, but that's the Bob Dole 
Rhode Island Republican Party. That's the Link Chafee Republican Party. That's the Gary Sass Republican Party. That's the Dawson Hodgson, like all these never Trumpers Republican Party. That's that uh, that fraud. I can't stand that guy, Dennis Algier, Republican in the state Senate. That is their whole thing is to be the Washington generals to the globe trotters. As far as you just lose gracefully, you know, you make your points. And we've seen this for so long with some of the locals. You know, you fight the good fight, but you do it dignified and you do it gracefully and you lose with dignity. And, you know, several years ago, and I, um, do I want to get into, yeah, no, I'll mention it. I mean, I like her. I respect her. But Sue Stenhouse ran for Secretary of State against Ralph Mollis and actually made this pledge. There'll be no negative campaign. Why would you make a pledge like that? What do you think happened? She lost. Mollis, who there was loads of, of uh, information about corruption in North Providence. Why would you ever make a pledge? It's called, you know, showing difference between you and your opponent. Fell for the trap, took the bait. You know, part of that Scott Evadesian, Link Chafee. We just lose in a dignified minute. What are you talking about? Do you think this Trump losing? No, you fight. You don't lose. You you do everything you can to win. That's the mindset and that's the mentality. And I realize, folks, that not everyone shares that. And I many times have to hold my tongue because there are plenty of people that they're very content to just run the good race and we lose in a dignified manner. Like, what are you talking about? You know, as Vince Lombardi said, winning isn't everything. Winning is the only thing. When you enter a race, the only goal should be to win. When you enter a political, the only goal is to win, not run and lose gracefully. You haven't accomplished anything if you do that. And I want to play that again, because what he's saying, unfortunately, could be summed up by the Republican Party locally. I want to play this again. This is uh, Don Jr., Donald Trump Jr. on with Hannity. Trillion dollar industries. Hold on, here we go. It leads to more poverty. It leads to every promise they make is broken. And it's just a matter of how much freedom we lose in the meantime. They seem to be going for all of it in record time. Without question, Sean, and that's because there's no natural pushback. The Republicans aren't willing to do it. They've shown that over the decades. They just rather lose gracefully, I guess. That's not really a plan that I would go with, but it's what they've done. Donald Trump has shown that you don't have to do that. You can actually push back. We don't have an easy fight. We don't have a level play. You know, he is exactly right. Someone that I will put in that category, by the way, he's not in Rhode Island anymore, and he left. But Mayor Laffey was like that. Mayor Laffey, who unfortunately lost in that Republican primary for Senate against Link Chafee, that was such a fluke. He he left it all out on the field. He did. He 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 was a competitor. He um I, I am very surprised that Mayor Laffey has not gotten more into or he, actually he's not. I mean, I think he's like a, a never Trumper. 
But I don't get that because it really comes down to that. Do you want to win or do you want to lose gracefully? There's the defining line right there. And most of the people, they're more than willing to just lose gracefully. I also want to um, play. Boy, I like that Senator Josh Hawley. He's the one. He got into some trouble. Uh, he's from Missouri. I want to play a little bit of him from CPAC. He was just fantastic, this guy. Didn't anybody tell you that you're supposed to be canceled? You didn't get the memo. You're supposed to ask permission before you came here today. It's great to see you. It's great to be here among patriots. And I tell you what, can I just tell you, speaking of being canceled, the last six weeks, the radical left, their corporate allies, the liberal media, have tried to cancel me, censor me, expel me, shut me down, stop me from representing the people of Missouri, stop me from representing you. And guess what? I'm here today. I'm not going anywhere. You know, I like that. This guy's a fighter. You need someone like that. You know, can you even say that anymore? President Trump said the word, used the word fight yesterday and they all exploded. Um, you know, I love what's going on also nationally. Obviously, big story, New York Governor Andrew, uh, Andrew Cuomo, he's in a lot of trouble. And one of the other people that has trouble is his brother, Chris Cuomo at CNN. This is Dana Pash talking with Biden's press secretary. This is a against New York uh, Governor Chris Cuomo. This is a against New York uh, Governor Chris Cuomo. This is a (laughs) wrong brother. Wrong. Good morning, brother. Wrong brother. Nope. that's not who we're talking about. We're talking about the New York governor um, who's really now he is under attack. But I thought President Trump yesterday it um, I don't know. As I said, I don't want to go on too much about it. But any anyone that says that what's going on right now is better, uh, you saw President Trump sure. yesterday two hours, and then you have uh, this. I think he's getting on a plane. He told me a little last. He came in to see me last event, and representatives uh, Shirley Jackson Lee, Al Green, Sylvia Garcia, Lizzie Pinelli, uh, uh, excuse me, Pinell, and uh, unreal. What are we doing here? This is the I'm president. Lose track here, and uh, oh boy. Um, Mayor Turner, Judge Hidalgo, uh, thank you all for welcoming us. And Jill and I wanted to. Oh my God, this is March 1st. What is the president going to sound like March 1st of next year? You know, it's a jerk, is that Steve Hilton? You know, I don't like that guy, and he was on Fox last night, and somehow they arranged to have President Trump call him on the phone after CPAC, and then this jerk. Steve Hilton on Sunday night on Fox gets into the whole January 6th thing. I want to hear this. When that was unfolding, you were watching it and actually you you liked what you were seeing because you felt that it was your people fighting for you. Um, Do you get how bad it was? And is there anything looking back on it now that you would have done differently that day? What kind of jerk asks a question like that? What kind of jerk asks a question like that? Excuse me. It was a group of people, rowdy protesters, in a hallway with hats and flags. That's what happened. Enough of it. No, it wasn't an armed insurrection. I, I, I just can't take these people with their foolishness. You know, and that, that Capitol Police officer, he was not killed by the crowd. They think he had an allergic reaction 
to tear gas and some of the pepper spray that was used by the Capitol Police. So that whole thing was a lie. Now, I want to play, and I'm going to play in just a moment. Your Secretary of State, and folks, I will play more of President Trump from CPAC yesterday. Good afternoon. At 12.32 on this Monday, it's March 1st, it's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Now remember, if you were in an accident over the weekend, someone, either you or someone you work with or a family member, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Uh, call Kenny. If someone hit your vehicle and was damaged and you need to get it repaired, call West Fountain they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. It's West Fountain Auto Body. Again, if you were in an accident, it could be someone with the snow and ice, someone not paying attention, drunk driver, someone texting and driving. Whatever the circumstance, if you're in an accident or you were Someone over the weekend, today's Monday, and you're thinking, we need to get so-and-so's vehicle fixed. Call West Forwards, West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They're going to work for you, not the insurance company, and they'll handle everything for you, West Fountain Auto Body. Folks, it's John DePietro on this Monday. Now, again, we have some updates we're going to be doing on the website, DePietro.com. Remember, DePietro.com, which is brought to you by Relax Souls. Reflexology, Lisa Wood, call or text her at 401-742-6621. You're asking, relax, souls, S-O-L-E-S. You're asking, what exactly is reflexology? It's different from massage. It works from the inside out. What Lisa does is she focuses on the feet, the hands, the face, the ears, boosts your immune function, healing from inside out. If you have pain. And maybe you say, you know, I've tried everything. Call, contact Lisa Wood, Relax Souls, 401-742-6621. It's a direct link at the website, dipetro.com. Now, believe it or not, tomorrow is Election Day in Rhode Island. That's right. Some bonds are going to be voted on. I'm going to go out on a wild limb and say all these bonds, and it is such a fraud. On why this is being done. And they got, they uh, guys it under the element of, um, oh, you know, this is to help URI. And uh, this whole thing is, you know, for infrastructure. The, the fact of the matter is, folks, there's plenty of money that there is for infrastructure. If anything, our roads have actually had a break because you don't have the the massive, um, wherever you're listing, you, you haven't had the massive rush hour traffic because of the pandemic. So this business of we're going to invest in higher education, this is, I'll tell you exactly what this is. It's serving two purposes. Number one, it's unnecessary because it should have been done back in the fall. That's number one. Number two, Nellie Gorbia, the Secretary of State, this is her gift to organized labor. Because all of these different structures and and, uh, bond agreements you're hearing about, these will all become PLAs, a project labor agreement. And what that means is, for instance, there's a bond to build something and improve URI. Well, the real scam here is they slap a PLA on it. 
a project labor agreement, which basically cuts out the field. It cuts out the competitive field, the unions, and they they have it so restrictive that only the unions can bid on it. <clears throat> they get the project because it's basically like a, a, a rigged game with the bids. They slap a PLA on a public a project labor agreement and then a structure that should cost $45 million to build from beginning to end, it'll cost $55 million. Or if it should cost 50 by the time they're done with it, it'll cost 60 It's a way to juice the whole thing up. So it serves one purpose. Number one, it's a gift to the unions. It just keeps these never-ending jobs going. And number two, it gives Secretary of State Nelly Gobia another chance to perfect the voting list and the voter rolls that are still unavailable. Because then they sent out a bunch, another bunch of mail ballots this last time around. And then they're clearing more people that then they're uh, basically gaming the system with the mail ballots. So keep in mind, back in November, supposedly 520,000 people voted, which I don't believe, which is 50,000 more than the highest vote total before that, which was 475 back in November. On December 1st, the head of the Rhode Island Republican Party said, we're doing a deep dive into this whole thing. Three months later, silence. But Secretary of State Nelly Gorbia goes on Channel 12 this morning. Now, I haven't heard this. Now, obviously, folks, I would want to know about mail ballots. I would want to know how many mail ballots are thrown out. I would want to know why the voting list is not made public. I'd like to know the mechanism. I'd also like to know how many people that register to vote are not allowed to register to vote, meaning that they try to register to vote and then for different reasons it's kicked out. Those would just be a couple of my questions. Let's hear how it goes on uh, Channel 12 from this morning. Islanders heading to the polls tomorrow for a special election. Yeah, they're going to be deciding a series of bond questions that all add up to $400 million in borrowing for a wide variety of projects across the state. Keep in mind, with the financing, it's like 60% in financing. It's a total ripoff. $400 million, this is going to cost an arm and a leg. But let's hear how it goes. Now live via Zoom to go over what you need to know before heading to the polls. Secretary of State, Nellie Gorbea. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Now let's hear if she talks in the uh, upspeak. And so we need to borrow. So she always starts everything off with, so what we decide to do, which is just. Just uh, I'm pausing. You asked me a question. Now, I have not heard this, but she usually says, so what we decided to do was send out the mail ballots to make it easier for people like in the upspeak. So, you know, I, I it's just atrocious that folks, the idea that this woman become, could become governor is frightening, but it's possible. But here's how it goes. So, hey, you know, the whole attitude. We're doing great. Do people still have time to vote early if they can't make it to their polling place tomorrow? Today is the last day to vote early. And then, of course, tomorrow we have the regular election day. So today you can go by your city or town hall uh, during business hours. Uh, Tomorrow is an election day. So the polls are open at 7 a.m. all the way up to 8 p.m. They have, ruined, the, the they have ruined election day. They have ruined election day. It should be one day. They have ruined it, and I don't believe the results. Good morning. 
Good are you? morning. Oh, doing great. Do people uh. still have time to vote early if they can't make it to their polling place tomorrow? Today is the last day to vote early, and then, of course, tomorrow we have the regular election day. So today you can go by your city or town hall uh, during business hours. Uh, tomorrow is an election day, so the polls are open at 7 a.m. all the way up to 8 p.m. So, Secretary Gorbea, tell us about the turnout so far, and what are we huh. expecting for turnout on the Pathetic. actual election day tomorrow? Ah. So, so we received uh, 64,128 mail ballots over at the Board of Elections, uh, which is the agency that is running the vote count. Uh, 6,700 early in-person votes uh, have happened. Uh, so that's about 71,000 Rhode Islanders have voted so far. So $400 million is a lot of money. The state has already had to borrow millions to see itself through the pandemic. Supposedly Do voters have an appetite to borrow <coughs> this is sad. for some of these projects? You know, I think that, of course, that varies from voter to voter. I, as a person, as a Rhode Islander, think that, you know, this is uh, $400 million that has been vetted, that has been checked by our General Assembly, by our governor. Uh, and I do believe that it is, they represent important investments in education, in infrastructure, in the environment, in roads and bridges. And it's stuff that we need, and it's jobs that we need. So jobs. I, I think we're, we're all set for it. Unions, yeah. state you know, this jobs. This we were talking about over in Massachusetts, Secretary Bill Galvin oh. calling on Congress to pass a law that would guarantee the right to vote by mail in federal elections. Oh, so my tell God. tell us if that's an effort that you would also get. Of course. <clears throat> Absolutely. I think that Rhode Islanders uh, have overwhelmingly said through their votes, and as I run into them in the, in the in the grocery store, that they want to be able to vote by mail. Uh, predictability and in, in how we vote is really important, and for a lot of people now, Wrong. they do need to and expect to vote from home. All right, last question before we let you go. We could have a new governor by the end of the week. How would a new administration affect your job specifically, if at all? And have you had any conversations with the lieutenant governor? Uh, you know, I think that uh, things will just continue to proceed as uh, they have at my office. Uh, I look forward to swearing in Governor McKee. And I wish him the best, of course, because we want our elected leaders to do well. All right, Secretary Gorbea, thanks for your now, time. Now, keep in mind, folks, she will be, uh, they didn't ask her about it. And again, I like those guys. All right. That is, um, that's Patrick and Danielle North. Patrick Little, Danielle North. I like those guys. I respect those guys. They keep it on topic. But do you hear what she's saying? So they're talking about it would be a human right to vote by mail. Folks, how did we ever have elections before this? Do you understand that if that is successful, and I want you to listen, if, if that is successful, you will never have another fair election again. They were manipulating the elections prior to this with mail ballots. If you do vote by mail going forward and there's no more election day, listen to me, there will never be another Republican elected in the state. Never. Why? Why suddenly does everybody have to vote by mail? Wrong. I'm against it. It should be. President Trump talked about it yesterday. It is supposed to be election day. I don't care. And let me be very clear. I don't care if we have to wait. I will wait. I'd rather wait three hours in line for a fair election instead of just the ability to do that. They're gaming the system. She's gaining the system. 
nothing against those guys. No question about um, the voter rolls. No questions about how are you sure about the mail ballots? And are these people really, you know, the people filling them out and and, um, living there? Nothing about that. This is wholesale fraud. What do you think Nellie Gorbia is going to do? I'll tell you how confident she is in her voting list. She's running for governor. Her chief of staff is running for mayor of Providence. Why is her chief of staff running for mayor of Providence? Because he feels he's got, it's like a winning lottery ticket. I got the winning voting list. We're going to check out all these names. We're going to fill out all these mail ballots. And then, boom, I'm going to be elected mayor and she's going to be elected governor. That's the plan. So we this cannot happen. Where is the pushback? You know, if they're doing it in mass, they're going to try to do it in Rhode Island, I assure you. You heard her. Oh, I run into people in the grocery store and they tell me they want to vote by mail. I am telling you right now, there's no other issue more important than that one. None. Zero. Folks, right now at 1245 on this Monday, again, I will play some of the sound of President Trump at CPAC. And I will also play Governor Cuomo. Boy, I mean, he is, you want to talk about going down in flames. Um, he's, he's staying put for now, but they're really after him. But this portion of the program is sponsored by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call Coogie today, 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan Heating. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Winter to summer, trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. Service calls, maintenance agreements, R.E. Coogan Heating. Look for them online, recooganheating.com. And then also on Facebook, and you can call them at 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562, R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, it's John DePietro on this Monday. You know, someone who I um, like and respect was saying, if, if people, and let me just pull it up, if people don't understand that the only, hold on, the only issue that matters, the only issue that matters is the integrity of the voting rolls. If you don't understand that, then you're not paying attention. The only thing that matters is integrity of the voter rolls. Benny Johnson said, let me make something very clear. Election integrity is the number one issue for the Republican Party. It's also, by the way, number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. If you're an elected Republican and you're not spending every day working on hardening our election and enfranchising voters, you're wildly out of touch. And then someone tweeted, well, what about the $25 trillion in debt and cutting government regulations? Those are important. No, you're, you're wrong. If you don't understand that the most important element is the integrity of the election, then you just don't get it. Now, let's go to, it was three months ago, three months ago. Let's pull up the audio tape, December 1st. December 1st, here it is. Right now, we are doing a deep dive into voter data to uncover voter and ballot irregularities. This requires many man hours and funds, both of which we need more of. The 2020... The head of the Rhode Island Republican Party, December 1st, December, 
January, February, three months, 90 days. Is you. Right now, we are doing a deep dive into voter data to uncover voter and ballot irregularities. This requires many man hours and funds, both of which we need more of. The 2020 December, January, February, three months is you. Right now, we are doing a deep dive into voter data to uncover voter and ballot irregularities. How much time do you need? How much time do you need? You know, I understand that the people that are part of the Republican Party in our area, I understand there's other things they'd rather work on. But let's just be very clear, folks. And right now at 1249, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, there's a hole in the boat. There's a hole in the boat. I try to explain this to people. You have a boat. There's a hole in the boat. Does it matter if you repaint the boat? Does it matter if you change the name of the boat? Does it matter if you put a new engine on the boat or a new sail or you keep a dock somewhere else or you give it a different name or you change the seat cushions or anything? Does any of that matter? If you have a hole in the boat, there's a hole in the boat. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. I'm, I'm hoping that this is a Rhode Island analogy that people can comprehend. There's a hole in the boat. Nothing matters until you fix that hole. I'm sorry, that's just what it is. Someone says, I know, but I, I, I want to paint the boat. I, I know that. I want to put a new sail on the boat. I, I'm, I'm sure you do. I want to put a new engine on the boat. I want to dock it at a different marina. I want to put new seat cushions on and a new steering wheel or whatever else, anything that goes on a boat. But there's one blanking problem. You have a hole in the boat. Well, we want to do interviews and we want to do outreach and we want to talk about school choice and we want to talk about blah, blah, blah. Listen, nothing matters unless you fix the voting. Nothing matters. Yeah, but we don't want, well, then nothing else matters. I know you don't want to fix the voting. I know it's hard, but you have a hole in the boat until that hole is fixed. If you have a hole in the boat, does it matter if you put up a new sail? If you have a hole in the boat, does it matter if you repaint the boat, put a new steering wheel on it, new engine in it? Does it matter if you dock it somewhere else, call it something else? None of that matters if you have a hole, because if you have a hole in the boat, it's not going to float. You have a hole in the boat. That's what you have. Let me play it again. Right now, we are doing a deep dive into voter data to uncover voter and ballot irregularities. It was three months ago. Maybe people need more time. It's possible. Maybe it is. Hey, listen, this thing didn't happen overnight. No, it didn't. You know, we inherited this. Yes, you did. Yep. When you got the boat, there was already a hole in it. But all that matters is whether or not if you're going to fix the hole in that boat.
If you're not going to fix the hole in the boat. You know, yesterday, I loved this. This had the loudest applause with President Trump speaking at CPAC. And he was great yesterday. But who knows? Who knows? I may even decide to beat them for a third time. Okay. Now that's a fighter. That's someone that knows how to win. Can't do it all. Listen to that crowd. Standing ovation at CPAC. Standing ovation. No, it was not a fair election. You can say that. You're not supposed to say it. The media doesn't challenge it. Oh, we, where's your evidence of massive voter fraud? How about, some, how about, as I have said in the past, there's no way this was a perfect election. I want to repeat, there's no such thing. There's no way it was a perfect election. Anyone that says that is kidding themselves. Now, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Now, once again, this is an important time to remain healthy. And I want to remind you, about the incredible Akaiberry. My friend Angelo Aiello, this, here it is. For those watching on Facebook, I am holding up a bottle of it. This is what it looks like. This incredible antioxidant Akaiberry. Now, I know it's pronounced different ways. I pronounce it phonetically so then you can find it in the store. A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I, Akaiberry. This incredible antioxidant. You only need a little shot of this every morning. That's all I do is a little shot of it. Folks, you stay nice and healthy, and it gives your body everything that it needs, that you're going to need. This is available, the incredible Kyberry, just an ounce per day. And this is available at Dave's in East Greenwich, and it's also available at It's My Health, 1099 Mending Road in Cumberland. Look for it. Look at that beautiful bottle. Looks like a bottle of wine. A Kyberry. That's right. It... um absolutely incredible antioxidant and that's everything you need as far as in food and vitamins acai berry now again i know that it's pronounced different ways um but this is just an ounce a day amazing antioxidant everything your body needs to feel refreshed young and free from disease pick up a bottle today looks like this beautiful wine bottle acai berry available again dave's in east greenwich and also it's my health in Cumberland. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, we go till 2 o'clock. It's Juan. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, you can visit the website, DePietro.com. DePietro.com, which is brought to you by Allstate Lock. Experts in locking systems, building security, uh, car key security cameras. Stay nice and safe. Call Allstate Lock today. Now, you can link right through at the website at allstatelock.com or call them 349-0042. If you need new locking systems on your home or business and or security cameras, it's so simple. You just go to depetro.com and then it's a direct link to Allstate Lock at allstatelock.com. Well, folks, again, good afternoon. Now, over the next um, 24 hours, this should be pretty dramatic with uh, Governor Mundo Expected full Senate vote on her confirmation. And on top of that, Lieutenant Governor, incoming Governor McKee will become the new governor. We have no reason, I don't believe, that this is going to be held up. But this is going to be very significant. And uh, and it was just, it was a year ago 
one year ago when Governor Mundo, they had that first press briefing with Dr. Scott. Uh, folks, we're finding now, as uh, Justin Katz and myself talked about last hour, that, you know, a lot of the information is wrong. We have come such a long way. By the way, President Trump should get credit for that because of the vaccine in saying President Trump said we will have that vaccine before the end of the year. We did. He said, think how political this was, that the president, uh, President Trump said children should be in schools. Schools should be reopened because they're not super spreaders. And he was right about that as well. You know, else was big. Two people that were big winners at CPAC. One is the governor of Florida. Governor DeSantis. The other one is that South Dakota governor, Christy Nome, received a standing ovation when she went after Dr. Fauci uh, at CPAC. And I have been, unlike some people, I, I've been a supporter of Dr. Fauci. I think he is a brilliant man. Uh, I think they were put in a tough position. It is true, folks. It started off, um, there was a very difficult situation to be in. And you're seeing the pushback really against anyone that was in power, anyone that was in power, um, you know, ordering some of these shutdowns. That's like a big push of it. That's why Governor Armando, I'm telling you, she is wise to be uh, moving on in a big way. Because you don't, if you don't have to be in power, um, let's see, um, Johnson & Johnson vaccine deepens concerns over racial geographic inequalities. I, I don't I, I don't understand what I mean, if anything in in we don't have that in Rhode Island. We don't have that in um, Rhode Island where basically Central Falls were the first people to receive the vaccine. But I just want to double check. And I think what we are waiting for is word on the full Senate vote tomorrow with uh, Governor Armando. Let me just see some other headlines. Former Central Falls Mayor, Lieutenant Governor Hopeful James Diosa has created the Diosa Foundation. Um, Governor Armando will actually oversee a smaller annual budget than she does as Governor Rhode Island. Rhode Island budget should not be $12 billion. You could do the state on half of that. Uh, but that seems to be all the latest now. Um, Rhode Island has jumped to 11th out of the 50 states for the one vaccine shot. It should be. It should never have been the other way anyway. All right, next hour, I'm going to, uh, again, folks, good afternoon. It's 1259. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Now, we have another hour to go, radio only. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can listen online at the website, Dimitro.com. Next hour, I'm going to play more of President Trump at CPAC. That was a big speech. That was an important speech. That, give the latest also now, as we are seemingly 24 hours away from the Rondo vote. So keep it tuned right here. We're going to take a break for the 1 o'clock news. It's John DePietro. A lot more ahead. Leave it here. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. The Power Hour is next right here. It's 1 o'clock on the John DePietro Show.